What's next for the New York Giants following Dave Gettleman's retirement? Where do they go from here? And what are the concerns? We're going to talk about all that on this special edition of the Locked on Giants podcast coming up next. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trana, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day, or if you're watching us on YouTube, your first watch of the day. And today's episode is brought to you in part by OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs and win your bets. All right, folks, we have a special edition of today's Locked on Giants podcast. Normally, we would have done a Twitter Tuesday. I'm going to put that off because, as everybody probably has heard by now, the Giants decided to part ways with Dave Gettleman. Actually, Dave Gettleman was announced as having... Uh, retired from the organization, which we have been reporting, speculating on, whatever you want to call it, for weeks. So Dave Gettleman is out, but Joe Judge, no decision on him yet. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the fallout, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what the next GM, of which already I've seen that Adam Schefter has reported that the uh, Giants have requested permission from Buffalo to speak to Joe Schoen, who is one of the candidates, by the way, I mentioned on a show a few weeks ago. And I'm going to put a link to that show for those of you who want a refresher on who some of the candidates were that I was thinking of for the GM spot. That'll be in the show notes. So we'll talk about uh, all that on today's show. Happy to have you with us. All right. Let us get you caught up then on the uh, where things stand with the Giants. So Dave Gettleman, as we all know, is out. Not Not a surprise there. Joe Judge, as of right now, that's key for those of you who are freaking out over the news. And some of you have already written to me on on uh, email and on Twitter and said, what are the Giants doing? Oh, my God, I'm giving up on the Giants. Joe Judge right now is safe, but that does not mean he is assured a third season. Now, let me explain what's going on. What's happening is, is the Giants are prioritizing, as they should, the general manager search. They get, they're getting right to work on that. They're going to cast a wide net, not necessarily look in-house, thank goodness, not necessarily look at guys who have a history to Joe Judge, thank goodness again. And they're going to try and find the best possible candidate, somebody who has a background in uh, personnel, a strong background in personnel, because right now, that's where the team has really come up short. If you look at the last few years, some of their draft picks, some of their free agent signings, that has been the big problem for the Giants. Salary cap and all that other stuff, that'll work itself out. That's That you can hire people to do. But anyway, well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So the Giants concerned with getting a general manager in place. Now, once they do get a general manager in place, that person 
is going to apparently have a say over whether or not Joe Judge stays or Joe Judge is not back. So for the time being, what the Giants are doing is they're saying, okay, Joe, you know what? We're going to meet with you. And, and as of Monday, the Giants were supposed to meet with Joe Judge to kind of get some ideas as to how he plans to improve his staff, which we all can agree needs some improvement, how he can improve some of the issues that popped up during the season with practices, with injuries, conditioning, in-game management, all that good stuff. Um, they're going to talk to him about how he can improve as an individual. And they want to get an idea as to what Joe was thinking. And the purpose for that, obviously, is not only to make a decision when the time comes, but as they meet with general manager candidates, the Giants team ownership probably is going to want to present an outline of that to each candidate who in turn will probably get an opportunity to speak with Joe to ask any follow-up questions, any clarification questions, and so on and so forth. So that's how I believe the process is going to go. And then once the general manager decision is made, what is going to happen is the general manager will have a say as to whether or not Joe continues and gets a third year after all. Now, the other question that I know a lot of people are, are saying is why delay it? Why not just cut them loose and just start from scratch like the, you know, the, the um, Vikings did, like the Bears have done? The answer is simple. Right now, after now that Joe has met with the players and his assistant coaches in their exit meetings, the next step in the, or actually the first step in the off-season process is to go through the entire roster and do a player evaluation. So basically, instead of putting Joe Judge on ice and having him sit around and, and collect the paycheck for doing nothing while they figure out who the new GM is going to be, they figure, okay, let's get some player evaluations. Let's start getting that together, get building a cachet, if you will, for the new general manager so that that person, when they come in, they don't have to start from scratch. They don't have to rely on, you know, if they decide to go with a new coaching staff, for example, they don't have to rely on that coaching staff having to go back and look at the film and, and learn about these players when the current staff knows these players probably as well as anybody. Now, I'm not saying that they won't do some film work, but you know, a lot of the groundwork will be in place for that new GM. So that's pretty much why I think Joe Judge, no decision has been made on him. You know, he's going to have an opportunity, obviously, to defend himself and sell the Maras and Tishes on why he should get a third year. He will probably get that opportunity with a new GM. I do not believe that Joe Judge will get a say as to who is hired as the new general manager, nor should he get a say. I want to stress that. I know there had been a report by Jay Glazer that Judge was in favor of Kevin Abrams being hired. That's not going to happen, obviously. That's a tough sell because, you know, even though Abrams has some personnel experience, the Giants have had so many personnel misses. They really can't afford not to bring in somebody who, who specializes in that. Because again, you can find people to manage the cap, but finding people who are really good at, at picking out personnel, that's a little bit more challenging. So that's the direction I think the Giants are going in. And um, I don't think uh, Kevin Abrams is going to be an option. I think he'll get an interview. I don't think he will make the final cut. All right, coming up, 
We'll talk about the fallout involved in this whole scenario, so stick around. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, people think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes. But for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. Life changes are exciting, and they usually have tax implications. Maybe you were a full-time employee who decided to freelance, and now you need some advice on how to file as a contractor. Maybe you started driving rideshare after your 9-to-5 job. Or maybe you work in one state but live in another, and you need help reporting your income. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts dedicated to answering all your tax questions and finding every possible deduction available for you. And you can talk to them from your phone without ever leaving your home. Whether you got married, had kids, or changed careers, TurboTax Live experts are ready to help you with your unique tax situation and get you the best possible tax outcome. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. So visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Intuit, Intuit TurboTax Live. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. You have Patricia Trena here, uh, and um, I apologize. This is coming a little later than I anticipated, but I have been trying to keep up with the latest on the GM candidates that are being called in, and you can check all that out over on Giants Country. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes for you if you want to look at that, but um, it just seems like it's changing rapidly. Um to where they're adding more candidates. So it's probably best to just uh, talk about it through the the article. And um, as we get closer to figuring out who might be a, a finalist, then I can talk about it more so on the podcast. So this way we keep everything fresh. But anyway, we are talking about the Giants GM and head coach fallout. Now, uh, in the last segment, I spoke a little bit about um, the general manager, finally uh, going out the door as a retirement. And um, as I record this, the last word I got was that Joe Judge was meeting with team ownership. John Mara is in the office. I don't know if Steve Tisch is in the office, but I would imagine if he's not, that they would be doing the meetings via a Zoom link. So here's the thing here that I want to talk about. I mentioned in the last segment that I thought that um, the GM, whoever they hire, is going to have a say on the head coach. There's a concern I have about this whole process. And this is kind of ties into why I was in favor of the Giants basically doing what the uh, Vikings did and what the Bears did, which basically was to clean house. My concern is that if it is determined that Joe Judge should get another year, which I can see as being a very, very strong possibility, by the way, now I have to sit here and wonder, is he going to be able to attract quality assistant coaches? I think we can all agree that the Giants need to redo the offensive side of the ball. All right. I, Rob Sale's not coming back. I think I saw a report that he's going down to Florida. Um, 
Obviously, Freddie Kitchens cannot continue as the offensive play caller. And no, I don't want to hear about this collaborative effort, how, you know, the game plan every week is a collaboration. No, no. Get a good offensive coordinator in here and stop, you know, dilly-dallying. So uh, they would have to get a good offensive coordinator in here. I've said before that I could see Burton Burns retiring. I could potentially see maybe uh, Derek Dooley not being back, the tight ends coach. So many options and so many possibilities on the offensive side of the ball. So here's my concern with this whole fallout here. If the Giants are going to proceed as though Joe is still the head coach, which apparently seems to be the plan as I record this, what are the odds they're going to be able to attract a guy willing to come over knowing that possibly he might be here at the most a year. Probably not very good, which is kind of why I was hoping they would, would just start over. It is nothing personal against Joe. I like Joe. I really wanted him to succeed here. But when you see things going backwards, you know, this is how I feel. I feel like the Giants are at a point now where... They need to get people in the building who know what the heck they're doing. None of these college coaches, because I've mentioned before that coaching in college is a lot different than coaching at the NFL level. None of these first-time head coaches, all right? I, and, and as much as I hate to say that because I'm not a big fan of the coaching carousel, get somebody in here who has been a head coach at some kind of level, who under, who really understands it, who understands, you know, about sideline management, who understands about, um, you know, structuring a program and who can adapt to what he has. I just think, you know, in, in the two years that Joe Judge has been here, he's tried to be too much like Belichick and Saban. And I get it. That's what he knows. And that's what he was exposed to. But I think to a degree, and this kind of, you know, surprises me because Joe being a teacher, you would think he would kind of realize this. You do have to adapt to what you have because not everybody is the same. Not everybody learns the same. And, you know, look, I can appreciate that Joe Judge wants everybody to be accountable. Um, I question if sometimes he might be a little too hard on these guys. Um you know, look, at the, I'm curious to see the staff turnover and what the reasons are for the staff turnover. Let's put it to you that way. I'm curious to see how many of their own free agents that maybe they're interested in resigning go running out the door. I have a feeling there might be a couple they might want to bring back that may want to get out of here. Um, so anyway, that's my concern with the coaching aspect of it, you know. Can Joe be a good coach? You know, I possibly. I can understand also maybe John Mara's um, concern that if he cuts him late, you know, if he cuts him too soon and Joe goes and gets another job somewhere and becomes successful, kind of like what happened with Belichick when Belichick was fired in Cleveland and then he went over to, um, I think he made a stop at the Jets before going to the to the Patriots. And we all know, how that story worked out. And I think maybe that there's a concern there of that happening. But look, this all goes back to what I said before and what I've said many times. 
The Giants need to decide what they are. They're either rebuilding or they're poised to make a turnaround and get into the playoffs. Right now, today, as I speak to you, as I record this, that team is in rebuild mode. They do not have enough pieces to make a significant run. And I think they need to acknowledge that, embrace that, and go from there. Now, can they turn it around in one year? Absolutely. You know, we saw the, the San Francisco 49ers do it, uh, where they went from bottom of the barrel to, to uh, Super Bowl contender. With the right moves, with the right people, with things stabilized. And right now, I'm not so sure there's a lot of stability in the Giants organization. And I think that's all a fallout from this whole mess, from the GM, um, from the personnel decisions, from the injuries. We've got to include that, you know, because not everything was the GM's fault. And uh, just, you know, a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed with this Giants team to where I wonder if they're not maybe a couple years away from really you know, turning the ship around. So that said, in the next segment, I'm going to talk to you about some of the tough decisions awaiting whoever does get hired as the new GM. So hang around. We'll be right back. All right, Giant fans, we're coming right back at you with more on today's show. But first, let me tell you about Get Upside. If you buy gas, for your vehicle, you will want to have this app. You can get 25 cents back for every gallon of gas every time you fill up at the pump. Download the free Get Upside app from the App Store or from Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN when you sign up for your account. Now, what will happen is you will get 50 cents back off your first fill up, 50 cents per gallon off your first fill up with that promo code. So that's double the amount you would normally get every time you use the Get Upside app. And the best part about it is, is you can cash out anytime you want to your bank account, to PayPal, you can get a, a gift card for Amazon or other brands. It's so easy and it adds up over time. So go today and download the Get Upside app and don't forget to use that code TOUCHDOWN when you sign up for your account. All right, Giant fans, we have more on today's show, but first I'd like to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving betters the edge. Throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets smarter than ever before. OnlineGambling.com provides the best and most trusted experiences online all day, every day, inspiring every better in the world to beat the odds. Make sure you visit onlinegambling.com slash NFL for all the latest betting news, tips, and odds to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, that's onlinegambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. Patricia Trainer here with you and Yes, uh, I'm coming to you a little bit earlier with the podcast. Normally, I release these new pods at midnight. But because we've got, you know, major news, I promised that I would come at it as quickly as I could. I know I'm a little late, but busy day today. I'm one person. I can only do one thing at a time. So here I am with the podcast. And as a reminder, we're going to do a Twitter mailbag. Right now, I'm planning on it for Thursday. Um 
I'm also hoping to be able to do a live show maybe by Friday with my good friend and special guest, Jamal Please, the entertainer. That's right. The entertainer and I, Chris and I have been talking about getting together to do a show, a live show. We'll do an hour long show. Right now, that is tentatively planned for Friday. I will keep you updated on that because obviously if stuff happens and I have to interrupt the, you know, the plan because we have breaking news or anything like that, then I'll have to push it off. But that is in the future, the near future, um, having the entertainer on and doing a live show where we take your questions, we talk a little giant football and just have a grand old time. So uh, I'm looking forward to that because I absolutely love the entertainer and uh, can't wait to, to do a show with him. Okay, so I mentioned in the last segment about some of the challenges that the new general manager whoever he or she might be, will have to face with this team. All right, so let's kind of run down the list if we sh- if we can here. Number one, their own staff. All right, so do they keep Kevin Abrams? Do they keep Mark Coons? Do they keep Chris Pettit? Do they make any changes to the scouts? And if so, how do they do it? Do they do it all in one sweeping motion? Do they do it in piecemeal? I think you've got to start at the top. And I forgot to mention Kyle O'Brien as another possibility. You have to start at the top. You know, I we're right smack in the middle of scouting season. There's a big wave coming up between the bowl games, between um, the all-star games that are coming up, the combine, which, which is uh, the first week of March. You don't want to upset the apple cart too much before the draft. Usually the time to change change out your scouts is after the draft because then you have a little bit of a lull there. But what the new GM can do, obviously, is they can say, okay, you know what? Chris Pettit, you're out. Mark Coons, you're out. Kyle O'Brien, you're out. And they can bring in their own people to kind of oversee these things. So that's decision number one. Decision number two, obviously, the coaching. And actually, that might even be decision 1A, okay? Um, Does Joe Judge get a third year? And if so, does the GM say, okay, you know what, Joe? You and I are going to collaborate on your assistant staff because you didn't do such a hot job picking some of your staff members last time. You put too many college guys there, too many of your buddies there. We're going to get the best people here. So that could be, you know, Item number 1A. Item number two, the salary cap. Now, I did an article on Giants Country about the Giants salary cap. I am going to do a show at some point about it. But here's what I can tell you if you haven't seen that article on Giants Country. The cap is a mess. There are five players, and I don't remember all five of them off the top of my head. I think Leonard Williams, James Bradbury, Blake Martinez, Kenny Galladay and Adoree Jackson, I think those are the five, count for almost 50%, that's right, 5-0 of the 2022 salary cap. You can't have that, folks, and expect to do anything, all right? You cannot have that. And according to Over the Cap, the Giants are in the red of about, I think it was 9.2 million, I want to say. 
in functional cap space. And what that means is when they go to the top 51, they only they have to cut guys basically to get into compliance with the cap. Or they have to restructure contracts to get into compliance with the cap. So that cap is a mess. And I've been saying that. You guys know I've been saying it. I wrote about it over on Giants Country if you want to check that out. But that's something that the new general manager is going to have to obviously fix. Item number three, which of the free agents do they want to bring back, if any? Now, I took a look at the list. There's a couple guys that maybe you can get back on on the cheap. You know, I think uh, Eli Penny, the fullback, is one that kind of jumped out at me. Um, but what do you do with Lorenzo Carter, who made a late season push? By the way, what I would do is I would offer him a one-year prove-it deal. But that's just me. Do you bring back Evan Ingram? I wouldn't. I mean, no offense to Evan. I think he's a terrific kid. Um, always been cooperative and polite. And uh, to, a, to a degree, I think he's been screwed over by the organization in that he's had different play callers and different position coaches and uh, just has been pulled in so many different directions. But look, bottom line is just hasn't worked out. So, you know, that's another decision. And also, you know, speaking of, you know, free agents and all that stuff, who do you splurge on? Because the Giants, I think once they figure out um, their cap situation, they're going to be able to maybe do a moderate signing. And when I say moderate, I'm talking about not for gross money, but for decent enough money, one player. And that player, in my opinion, has to be an offensive lineman. All right. I don't know that Nick Gates is going to be ready for next year. You know, Nick Gates was on a call with us on Monday. He didn't even know if he would be ready. My gut says he's not. All right. Um, Andrew Thomas will be back. I think Shane Lemieux will be ready, although I'm not so sure I would automatically ink Shane Lemieux's name in for a starting role. We know Will Hernandez will probably not be back. We know Nate Solder will not be back. So you, you've got to get at least three new starters for that offensive line, possibly four, depending on what they do with Lemieux. Plus depth, I might add. So I expect one of the early signings by the Giants and free agency to be an offensive lineman, preferably a guard if they can do so. Okay, so that's another thing that the GM is going to have to do. The draft, well, that goes without saying. The Giants pick five and seven in the first round. Do you go edge rusher? Do you go offensive line? Do you go something else? So that decision is going to have to be made in cooperation with whoever the head coach is. So there's a lot of work to be done by whoever the new GM is. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I, in looking at the list of names that they've assembled, I really like the list so far. And, um, the names, I'll read them off to you, but again, this is as of this recording. There might be additional names that have been added. Um, but Joe Schoen of the of the Buffalo Bills, Ryan Poles, Executive P Director of Player Personnel from the Chiefs, Ryan Cowder, Cowden, excuse me, uh, VP of, of Personnel, Player Personnel with the Titans, um, and Monty Ossenford with the Titans. 
so far this list that, that has come out, pretty much what I expected it to be. Okay, so bottom line, um, folks, when, you know, we're talking, especially the Giants go outside of the organization for a new GM, we're talking a massive overhaul because new ideas, new ways of doing things, and I haven't even touched upon the possibility of a new GM asking uh, the scouts to do um, their scouting reports differently. You know, it's interesting. Um, Ty Dunn, who I had on the show a few weeks ago, who wrote that big autopsy, if you will, of the Giants and what has gone wrong. I believe it was he who mentioned that the Giants scouts were instructed to write scouting reports differently. I don't know how true that is, but, you know, or what the change out was, but uh, that was something I think that was mentioned in that series of articles. So a lot of work to be done for whoever the new GM is. And here's the other thing, folks, as much work as there needs to be done, this is a decision that John Mara and Steve Tisch cannot rush. They have to get this right. Because if they don't get this right, then God help us all. Uh, this organization is just not going to make any progress. So it is important that they take their time and get it right. And in the meantime, let the scouts do what they have to do. Let the coaching staff, you know, do their off-season evaluations of the roster so that when the new GM comes in, he or she will have a nice, you know, cache of information and uh, go from there. So we will see. We will see who the Giants pick and, and how this search goes. But again, for, for updates and stuff, I do advise checking out Giants Country because I am trying to keep that updated with little blurbs about each of the candidates. But anyway, that'll do it for us for today. So I want to thank you for tuning in and also thank you for your patience while I got through everything and then especially putting this show together. And uh Again, the plan right now is to do Twitter Thursday. So just stick with me here. I'll try and give you guys heads up uh, uh, as to what the topics of the shows are going to be. This is this is an open week now. And, you know, I want to make sure we, we cover everything that we need to cover. Um, but uh, certainly I wanted to get this out to you guys, not wait until Tuesday um, for you to hear it. So that'll do it for me. We'll check in with you again on Wednesday with an all new show of the Locked on Giants podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen or your first watch of the day.